Welcome back, guys, to No Wrong Table. My name is Adam. With me once again, Bruce Man. Hello. Victor. Hi, Juan. Thank you so much for joining us today. And at this roundtable, we're going to talk about Alibaba and Charlie Munger. So the headline news, I think this has been around for the past few weeks, right? Yeah. Is that Charlie Munger has basically doubled down his stake in Alibaba. All right. Or, or his uh, Daily Journal uh, yep. investment. All right. Yeah. So basically, all the Alibaba fans will be very happy that Charlie Munger also bought into this stock. Yeah. So we're <laughs> going to find out about why. Al, I mean, Munger has decided to basically double up his stake in Alibaba. Yeah. What's the reason for that? And we're going to find out whether what what does what that does that mean for investors like you and me? All right. Or yep. for you, yeah. if you own shares of Alibaba as well. But before we dive into that, let's just have a very quick background of uh, uh, Charlie Munger and who he is, because I think a lot of people know about Warren Buffett. Yeah. He's the most famous investor. Yeah. But I think some people know about Charlie Munger as well. He's the number two to Warren Buffett. Uh, but I think he has quite a bit of an influence on Buffett as well. Tell us yeah. more about him and his background. Yeah, so I think uh, Charlie Munger influenced uh, Buffett in a way that, you know, Buffett, initially when he started, he actually learned his uh, investing style from Benjamin Graham, who is pretty much uh, practicing on uh, deep value stocks, uh, basically those companies that are you not know, high in terms of uh, cash or asset value, and then they are trading at a fraction of the, of the of the net worth itself. Okay, so those are the typical, you know, the, the cigar butt that you pick out on the street, and then there's still some puff left, it typically on them. No, I've never done that. But. Yeah, but basically, <laughs> it's an analogy of that, right? So, uh, Buffett actually was very successful in the early career careers of his investing careers, doing this kind of uh, uh, deep value style, right? So. Along the years, as he met uh, Charlie Munger, to cut a long story short, basically, Munger actually sh- shaped his uh, thinking in a way that, you know, getting Buffett from a pure value stocks into a growth stock or rather quality stocks, right? So, in fact, uh, Warren Buffett actually said himself, right? Charlie showed me in the direction of not just buying the bargains as what Ben Graham has taught me. And this is this was the real impact Charlie had on me, okay? It took a powerful force to move me on from Graham-limiting views uh, and he was such a powerful of Charlie Mind, Charlie Minds, right? So he actually expanded uh, Warren Buffett horizon in okay. a way. So yeah. what you're saying that in the past, Buffett used to be like a pure value investor, and that has done very well for him, okay. right? And basically, Munger decided to basically help him to change that mindset, and okay. you know, Buffett was open for that. And and Buffett, yeah. I mean, his record shows that he's arguably the best investor of all time yeah. since that point yep. in time. I think this is uh, encapsulated. I think his philosophy since yeah. meeting Munger is encapsulated in this quote, which is, it's far better to buy a wonderful company yes. at a fair price yeah. than yep. a fair company at a wonderful price. So we see this quote everywhere, but it's yeah. actually come from uh, it Charlie Munger. Munger. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's that's who Charlie Munger is. He, we kinda, he has a big influence on uh, Warren Buffett himself. So I think we've got a little bit about that but can you like kind of break down what kind of you know what's Munger's investment style and philosophy well I think he operates in the multi uh, mental model approach so he which he is a very smart guy right I mean he brings uh, subject be it, uh, psychology uh, physics or mathematics or even you know sometimes uh, some of the different subjects and bring them together to solve issue to look at things holistically rather than just a man with a hammer will see everything as a nail. Mm-hmm. And this guy have multiple tools uh, to help him to make decision which one is the best for that problem. You use all of that for investing. Yeah, so yeah. it's, uh, I would say that his process is very complicated. <laughs> so right. I think it's not like f- easy for layman people like me, okay, to actually follow his uh, multi-mental model approach. Because if you want to follow him, you need to read a lot extensively, not just in investing stuff. Yep. Uh, human area, behavior. Human behavior, yeah. 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 
Okay. So, uh, and one of the things that I think he loves is basically one of these quotes that also one of my favorite is that, you know, all I want to know is where I'm going to die, so I'll never go there. Okay, so <laughs> <Yeah>. basically... <laughs> and he's pretty old, right? He's pretty yeah. old. How old is he, you know? You know? 97. Uh, 97. <laughs> 97. He's, 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 he's making that work. So yeah. he's like, you know, he's yeah. going to die there. He's never been there. Yeah, yeah. right. So, so basically what 97. he's saying is that, if, you know, <laughs> that investment is going to make you lose money. Don't yeah. invest in yeah. that. Right? Okay. So look at all, all those bunch of companies that have failed before and then learn from them yeah. and then don't invest in them. Okay. I right. think so, the way he's yeah. learning is because a lot of people, like what Rusin said, this invert quote, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, it means that invert always invert. That's what he always said. Yeah. It means that basically, uh, for instance, a lot of people, they like to look at companies. They always see how this company becomes successful, mm-hmm. but they don't look at the those companies that fail. For okay. Mungers, yeah. uh, right, he go look at those companies that have failed, right? And what they did that caused them to fail, mm-hmm. right? Then he make sure that all those companies invest, right? Don't do the same thing. That's all. Yeah. Then the company won't fail, right? Okay. So basically every investment that he made typically follow this quote. Those investments that he put his money in is almost like a no-brainer for him to yep. make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the risk is almost negligible, mm-hmm. right? And this guy has a very uh, high concentrated portfolio. So the way he invests, apart from it, of course, he look at those uh, quality businesses that have a strong competitive advantage, the modes that the business has, you know, it's very difficult to build. So uh, he has a build a portfolio of I think maybe the three substantial one that we all know is uh, one of it is the Bookshare Hathaway which is currently is uh, uh, the also the, the chairman uh, of the company which is the partner of Warren Buffett right yep. and then the other one is uh, his investment in Costco right mm-hmm. which is the wholesaler in uh, US very mm-hmm. popular you know for, for you to buy I love Costco yeah I love yep. Costco as well right? <laughs> although there. I've never been there before I've been there yeah it's, uh, it's, I've been it's there amazing before. like the amount yeah. of stuff that you can buy yeah. it's big and so cheap and, I wish I could be there but <laughs> when I was there go Costco <laughs> wins in your life yeah. <laughs> yeah, it requires a membership to go in. Basically, yeah. Yeah. I, I had someone to bring me in. Yeah, yeah. and then the uh, the other investment that he has is with his uh, stake in Himalaya Capital, Lilu, which okay. is one of his uh, fund managers. So called, of course, he actually mentored uh, Lilu, and you know, Lilu is one of those guys that invest extensively in China. And he understands China market very well. So. Uh, and Charlie Mungers love China, right? So he actually invests through uh, uh, Li Lu for his investment in China. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So these three are his part of his net worth. Yeah. Okay. Right. So basically, yeah. these three is their, his personal portfolio. Okay. Yes. So whatever you heard about the doubling down that one is based on the company that he's managing, which is Daily Journal. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which is, of course, he have a significant influence on, uh, over the company. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Daily Journal, I, I understand, is actually a newspaper business. Yes, correct. And it's st- actually still running today. Yes, yeah. correct. But um, he he managed to basically turn the, I mean, newspapers, as we know, they're not doing the best place right now. Yes, correct. Yeah. But Daily Journal has a very high-performing stock portfolio. Yes. And that's because of Charlie Munger as a chairman. Yes, there. correct. Because if you look at uh, Daily Journal, in the early years, they are in a newspaper business. So what yeah. Charlie Munger do is he realized that all these business at the time when he bought, right, was very high free cash flow generative. So he took a lot of the free cash flow, right, and bought into a lot of investment. And all these investment that he bought inside Daily Journals are all concentrated investment. Yeah. And when the disruption came, uh, the newspaper business went down, but the investment portfolio actually hold up the whole Daily Journal uh, business, mm. right? And of course, they also invest in a new type of business which pivot off the original business, which is the courthouse uh, business, so, sort of like a case management software business, okay. uh, which like Charlie Morgan talked during the Daily Journal 2021 AGM that uh, this business, a lot of people don't want to be in, yeah. right? Because uh, to do this business, right, is very tedious and there's yeah. a lot of work. So mm. that's precisely why they want to be in, right? They go in, they do the a lot of the work, they do it in a software and eventually you create a recurring for them and a, a huge mode for them. And that and these are the investment, the courthouse business actually 
whole daily journal very well they didn't tank like mm. the other newspaper business where mm. they actually went down like your singapore press holding right. right the business didn't pivot very fast eventually it went down i yeah. mean they did try they went into property and all that but yep. i guess yeah. it was a, mm, a little bit too slow a little bit, a little bit too late i guess yeah. so i think uh let's pick it up on daily journal so daily journal is actually the entity that actually bought alibaba the yes. all these alibaba right. shares yeah. yep. so i think let's let's dive into why that uh i think we all know okay Ali, uh, charlie munger is kind of like a way of investing in stocks he doesn't really lay out his process he's never done that he before right because like yeah. you said it's very complicated wow. uh it's pretty private about it you but can read about this book so this is a Ch- poor charlie's yeah. Poor Charlie yeah so we have that in our <laughs> yeah. office and, and yeah yeah it's for people to can just come and have a look at all that stuff so he did share a lot of good stuff inside it's okay. just that you know uh too much stuff that you should go and read it okay <laughs> so we don't really have his process per se but we yeah. kind of know what kind of company he likes like, yeah. and through the I mean the portfolio that you see in Daily Journal his personal portfolio like Costco and all that yeah. we kind of know what kind of company he likes, he likes. Yes. so why did Charlie Munger pick a company like Alibaba or why did Daily Journal buy Ooh. a company like Alibaba well, so yeah. yeah I think he didn't publicly state why he bought okay. Alibaba is per se but from the past many interviews that I have seen Charlie Munger talk about especially when it comes to China he's very bullish on China yes. And he's, he admire uh, CCP, although a lot of people don't really like, but okay. he admire that this bunch of uh, communist group people that come together and build a system that works for the country, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that he want to live there, yeah. <laughs> okay. but he liked those. He agrees with the way that China is being run. Yeah, because he said that no one has ever done it before, lifting the whole poverty of the whole nation of China in yeah. one single generation. At that scale, right? At that kind of scale. Because I think yeah. Singapore has done it, but it's just Singapore. Yeah, it's more yeah. Scale. Singapore is more. Yeah, China is a big scale yeah. of China is yep. Singapore. probably the biggest. I mean, it is the biggest. Yes. So they've done it in one generation. Yeah. So uh, in a way, China Manga actually admires CCP, like what he might admire uh, Lee Kuan Yew, right? So, yeah. uh, so I think one of the reasons that I could guess, I mean, unless I have a phone, uh, number that can call <laughs> Charlie Munger. I don't know why he bought Alibaba, but what I could assume is that he actually, uh, not he liked Alibaba in a way that it's a good proxy to Chinese uh, economy, right? Okay. So when it comes to uh, Alibaba, Alibaba actually a lot of uh, people who shop on the platform like Taobao or even uh, Lazada, which is an Asian. Uh, but I would also rather the Taobao itself and the Tmall are the two biggest platform in China when it comes to e-commerce, right? So they have uh, across. Uh, uh, merchandise value of close to uh, seven trillions. Okay, right? is it in USD or is in uh, uh, Rupee? Right. Uh, so these they are the largest actually, and this has been growing at a double-digit pace over the last uh, five years to ten years. Okay, so uh, you are talking about 30 percent kind of uh, growth rate. So I would believe that you know Alibaba is one of those proxy that uh, he will see as a proxy to China economy growth okay. over the long run. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, how many, I mean, I think people want to know as well. I mean, he doubled, doubled up his, his yep, station. Yeah. Uh, but how many shares did he buy? And what's his average price? What did well, he okay, yeah. yeah. So he actually bought his first, he first bought the shares, I think around April, 2021. Okay. So that's yeah. about 165,320 shares. Then yeah. the second buy was the recent one, which he bought about uh, 136,740,000 shares. Mm-hmm. It's uh, yeah. 740. Ah, yeah, shares. thousand shares, yeah. yeah. So that's about an increase of eighty-three percent in terms of the share. Yeah. Right. So in terms of average price, I think no one really knows what is the exact cost price because uh, the 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 moment when they the regional released their thirteen F F report, usually it's they they is late and at the same time the value that they give it to you is based on market value. So you okay. don't know what is the cost price, right? So but based on the average price of their first tranche in the in the first half of uh, twenty twenty one, people actually kind of estimate it's about. 
$246 there about for US ADR. Okay. Right, so they actually bought the ADR shares over there. Right. Then they almost double up uh, this time around uh, recently uh, at an average price of around 191 All right. So yeah. from uh, average price of 191 to 260 US dollars. Yeah, yeah that was Alibaba. the range based on the average trading price of okay. the yeah. Alibaba. So right. but I got yeah. one from the market watch which they they put the first roughly they have a graphic. Yeah. Right. It's so an the, estimate. Yeah, the yeah. first Alibaba stick is close around about 226 like that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then yeah. the second stake is around about slightly above 150. All right. So the average is just in between two to six to one six fifty. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't know why is the yeah. actual cost price. Yeah. Okay. But we, we are safe to say that I think their average his average price is probably in between hundred eighty to two hundred and forty there about. Okay. Yep. Yeah. All right. And he basically had 165,000 shares, and then he bought another hundred thirty-six thousand shares. Yeah. Yep. Uh, recently, because of the regulatory crackdowns, everyone yes, was kind of like, "Hey, what's happening in China and all that?" He was actually like, "Hey, I think I still believe in a long-term growth story of China." Yeah. Yeah. And he got he went in. Yeah. Or the I, think, I think went in. a lot of people are afraid of China is because of the government intervention. Yeah. Right. It, it's sort of like no free free speech, you know, no yeah. freedom, you know, the government always control you and all yeah. this. Yeah. Right. But there, there, there's this uh during the Daily Journal 2021 AGM, uh, if you can read the transcript, right, there's this question 26 that someone asked about the Chinese economy. Mm. And Charlie Munger just said this, you know, uh, the Chinese have proved that they don't need free speech to have a, to be a wonderful uh, economy, right? Yeah. They, he said that the Chinese government just copied everything about Adam Smith yeah. and left out the free, free speech. <laughs> right? And it worked fine for them. Right? Okay. And he further explained that, right, uh, if China were to copy everything, including the free speech, right, China won't be at this where it is today yes correct okay. yeah. because he's saying that the civilization between the Chinese or the Caucasian is very totally very different right? okay. it requires some some maybe countries require some control it's same for Singapore when Singapore uh, Lee Kuan Yew talk, there's also some control in it Although, quite a bit of control actually yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah but slowly you know it's like we control you know sort yeah. of like you yeah. have freedom but sort of you don't have freedom that kind of you know in between the there line. are some like OB markers that you do not cross yes yeah. correct, correct. <laughs> you don't yeah. cross there everything else free to, free, yeah. free, to, free, free to do yeah. whatever you want I yeah. think that's, that's how the Asian usually works okay. right how Asian parents usually you okay. know, teach your kids and all this so it's the same thing I think so you're saying that uh, the Chinese system right this system worked very well for them okay. right? so I think yeah. that's the probably one of the reason maybe that he may not be afraid of the because a lot of people are afraid of the intervention so he yeah. don't afraid of it that's yeah. why he doubled down obviously as far as we all know that Chinese manga or Lady Journal actually bought more state in Alibaba you also, you also need to know that whether your investment style is similar to them because yes. uh, according to Chinese manga or rather his style is usually long term right yeah. yep. and he buy and he keep it for really long term right yeah. and he, he has this saying which I love it as well the first rule of uh, compounding is never interrupt it unnecessarily. Mm -hmm. right? So basically he doesn't sell, right? yeah. let it compound. That's why his investment stake in Berkshire Hathaway, Costco yeah. right, has actually compound okay. day to day. Right? Yeah, a lot of these daily journal stakes also he hosts to date, all yeah. the banks that he hosts. And yeah. even though he owns or rather daily journal owns uh, the Alibaba, right? That daily journal itself, the portfolio is about 220 over million in terms of uh, value, market value. Uh, a if million you or billion? Um, millions, millions, right? So if you compare with Charlie Munger's net worth, which is about close to two billions, I think uh, that is on, only like less than uh, ten percent of his portfolio. And out of this, uh, ten percent portfolio, he has five, four, five investment, right? Yeah. Not just Alibaba alone. Although Alibaba is highly concentrated uh, in the the Daily Journal uh, portfolio, they have also have other investment like Bank of America, Postco, mm. uh, Wells Fargo, and etc. Okay. Yeah. So I think uh, Munger is unique in the sense it's one of the few, I guess, public uh, voices in the Western 
uh, world well, to yeah. actually be kind of a very supportive of the way the CCP is running the yes, country. Correct. And of course, the economic growth story of China and all that. Because yeah. uh, he's he's publicly said that he, he likes the way it's being done. Yeah, correct. I think yeah. this is the only guy that had made very mis- little mistake in investing. Okay. I've never heard him he made mistake <laughs> in <laughs> investment. Because every investment that he chooses, he is very careful okay. before yeah. he put his capital in it. All right. All right so Baba is one of those companies that I'm not sure whether it's his decision, but he definitely have an influence yeah. over it. Okay. Yeah. So we shall, we shall see about that. I mean, Alibaba, we are investors ourselves, so please, yeah. uh, there's no recommendation to buy or sell anything. Uh, but I think I think what people want to know right now is that, especially if they're already shareholders of Alibaba, is that, so what does this what does this mean? Is it a good, I mean, it sounds like a really good thing that Charlie Munger basically or Daily Journal yeah. doubled up the investment in yep. Alibaba. So what do you what do you think? You, it's a vote of confidence. It's a vote of confidence. The confirmation bias. Yeah. <laughs> confirmation bias. Psychologically, it's something that we like to yeah. hear and all that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. any risk about about this as well? You yes. know. It's, Hearing that oh the big boys Ali Munger I mean Charlie Munger has uh, bought so much in Alibaba. Yeah. I think Alibaba is one of those companies that's too big to fail. But at the end of the day, uh, anything can go wrong, right? Yeah. So yep. uh, there are risks, you know, regulatory risks that is going to last for the next uh, few years. So mm-hmm. we don't know when this is going to end. So this is something that you need to bear in mind. But I think the price has probably pricing most of this uh, negativity, right? So okay. the valuation is actually very attractive. Yeah. Uh, but at the, on the on their portfolio level, you need to manage the risk, risk by diversifying yeah. the okay. stock. So I think just, you still have to yeah. size your portfolio equally. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if Alibaba is just uh, the same percentage as your any other stocks, if it mm. does not do well, it does not hurt you that much, right? Yeah. Right. So, so the sizing of the position is still very important. Yeah, I I, I read this comment recently on one of our videos that basically someone invested um, a lot of money in a stock and I think it drops 70%. Yep. So if you own one stock and it drops 70%, it's <laughs> really painful. Yeah. But if you hold 10, 10 positions and one stock drops 70%, well, you lose 7%, yep. yeah. which is manageable. Yeah. Yeah. But if that's your 100%, then that's going to be yeah, it's very, yeah, it's very painful. <laughs> so this is, I think this goes back to the point that we do yeah. have to diversify yeah. somewhat still to a certain point. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, whether your risk profile matches Charlie Munger in his time horizon as well, because yeah. Charlie Munger is a very long time horizon. Yeah. Do you have the same time horizon when it comes to your investments in Alibaba as well? Yeah. yeah. And also, Chai Mangan, personally, he owns three stocks, right? Yeah. Costco, yeah. Uh, Berkshire Hathaway, yeah. and also the Himalaya Capital. Himalaya Capital. But if you think about it, right, those, those three stocks, right, he got uh, he got influence over that three yeah. three companies, right? Even though the Himalaya Capital was a private company, but he's, I think, sitting on the board of it also. Okay. Uh, Costco, he's also sitting on the board. And also the yeah, uh, sure. so, way. so sure. yeah. I don't think it's wise to mimic his uh, yes, diversification style. Yeah. Right, he's yeah. highly concentrated. He knows what he's doing. Unless okay. you are at yeah. the level of Charlie even Munger. he makes a mistake, yeah. he can immediately rectify it. Okay, yeah. he has but control. Yes, control. Because as a retail investor, you don't have that sort yeah. of control at all. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So don't don't even as much as uh, we talk about Alibaba and all this. I think I think one one people we we may not know the exact inside inside. Mm-hmm. Right. So I I don't I don't think investors should like you know. Uh, because a lot, I hear a lot of investors. Wow, Baba keep dropping. I just double down, double down, double down without really looking at the position sizing of your portfolio, mm-hmm. and that going to hurt you uh, if your thesis go wrong. Mm-hmm. So yeah. never, never do that. Okay. Right? All right. So I think just to summarize, I think uh, I think we believe that Alibaba over the long term is still a great, it's still great. Yes, it's a great company. Yeah. And uh, Charlie Munger thinks the same as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. and I Daily Journal, so. yeah. yeah. So I think if you're, I mean, this is just want to bring this up because I think this is one of the biggest names in the investment world. I think second only to Warren Buffett yep. himself. Yeah. And for him to basically double his stake in uh, Alibaba is actually a huge, huge thing. And, and I think you kind of know what his average prices are as well. Yep. So you kind of know what the, the value he assigns 
to this company. There's a lot of some people like, oh, my average prices is lower than Telemonger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so should be doing better, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, so once yeah. again, I think uh, we just wanted to share that with you, especially if you're a shareholder of Alibaba as well. Okay, so I think this is a pretty good wrap up of this roundtable. So once again, my name is Adam. This is Rosemary. Thank you. Victor, thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Once again, if you like this uh, roundtable, please hit the like button. Any questions or comments about Alibaba, Chalimanga, please hit that. I'll put them in the comment section. We'll have a conversation with you. And of course, subscribe to our channel. Many more roundtables coming up again and we'll see you around.